Every church is filled with humans that are imperfect, mm -hmm. and we're all at different places in our journey, all at different places of spiritual maturity. Some have figured out the importance of taking the risk of being transparent. Sometimes you can be around toxic people, even in a church setting. Yeah. But I do feel like pressing forward and trying to find those meaningful relationships not only helps you, but it helps them. I mean, when the dog gets the mask on his face. Yeah, that is funny. That's funny. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of The Bridge Podcast. I'm Andrew Jackson, and I'm joined by Mark Dickey. How are you, Mark? I am wonderful. And we have a special guest today, Ben Sorrells. Hello, hello. It's good to see you again, Ben. Thank good to you see for you joining too. us. Today's episode is actually on masks, and masks. I can't wait to discuss that with you guys, get some of your thoughts. Yes. But first, I wanted to thank Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. They are there in Rehoboth. Uh, right on the boardwalk and you don't have to travel far to get away from it all just steps to the beach and aways from the worry it's the boardwalk plaza hotel in rehoboth beach a gorgeous hotel and restaurant just awesome to visit and experience and they're not wearing a mask of the beach you no. are at the beach. It is the beach. That's right. Yeah, this is not a fake beach. This That's is right. Not, no green screens. That's <laughs> not right. Not a representation of the beach. Yes. You can check them out online, see all of their offerings at boardwalkplaza.com. Now, I uh, grew up in a house that would Me go too. out. Trick in no, a okay. house. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 would, uh, we would go out uh, trick-or-treating at Halloween, mm -hmm. and so... Always, we would like run around the house trying to figure out what what am I going to be? What am I going to be? Mm -hmm. And uh, I can remember one year uh, I found this weird, like foggy plastic mask that was shaped like an old man's face, right? And okay. I thought, perfect, I'll be a hobo. <laughs> so I found like over oversized clothes. I stuffed them, you know, and I had like a cane. It was wonderful. It was I was this old man hobo thing. Um, that same year, um, and they can uh, get me afterwards. But my brother was a penguin, and my sister was. A pumpkin. It was wonderful. Aww. Yeah. There you go. A penguin. Yeah. A penguin. <laughs> ben wears a tuxedo all the time. <laughs> when, when you were a kid, did uh, your family go out trick-or-treating? We did. We did. Now, it was interesting because um, we always had a set, you know, we knew before Halloween ever came around what we wanted to be. Oh, cool. And my mom yeah. made costumes and stuff like that. So we were blessed to have some really cool costumes yeah she would make them she like, would make them yeah. oh that's neat that's yeah. neat do you remember what was one of your favorite well you know i'm gonna be judged by this but don't hate um i loved being a clown oh i'm terrified and of so clowns. if i did that now <laughs> you know because of certain movies that right. have come out right since then then you know i would you know, worry for my life probably, but, <laughs> but yeah, it was something about the thought of making people laugh. Yeah. Aww. And no, you know, clowns are great. I'm sure it was a really cool clown costume. Yeah, definitely. They can be unnerving, but they were, it was very fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And I was several different things, but my that brother was, was a pumpkin one year too. That, that one must've gotten around. Yeah. So Mark, did you dress up as a kid for Halloween? I was a kid who dressed up on Halloween. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I should rethink that question. Yeah. Did you dress up as a kid? Right. I was a kid who dressed up. I always picked really obscure cartoon characters. So, okay. like, when I when I went to the, you know, I thought it was cool. Like, ooh, I love this, this show. I want to be this character. And, you know, you'd go knock on the door and say trick or treat. And they'd be like, oh, what are, what are you? you? And I'm 
I'm like, oh, I'm obviously this character from Duh. this show. Don't you watch the... Like, Great, here's the Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, it was always, always fun characters that, uh-huh. you know, you looked up to or... I was never into being anything scary. Mm. I, I didn't like that side of halloween but like we were always you know who who did you look up to what did you want to be when you grew up like that's i was a hockey player one year because as a kid i loved hockey um that kind of stuff yeah Yeah, dress up as the astronaut or dress up as you know get a pantsuit no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so no i mean you could you could be anything you wanted to be right yeah and that was the one fun night that you could and everybody else was and everyone ran around town but we also play make believe all the time when we're kids. We dress up we and we, you know, we have costumes and we get to be who we want to be eventually, mm-hmm. or we get to pretend that we're something that we're not. And mm-hmm. and actually, playing make believe is a good way to um, kind of expand our horizons and figure out, you know, eventually who yep. we want to become and where we want to be in this life. But masks in general are are a neat concept because. Um, Specifically, when I was uh, leaving the area to go to college, I went somewhere where I didn't... There were only a couple of people that were from this area that I knew when I got there. And I didn't even know that they were attending college there. So when I got there, I was surprised. Oh, you're here too. That's interesting. But when I got to college, I realized no one knew who I was. Mm-hmm. I was. I could be a completely different person. I could make up a new person. I could behave like a new person. I could take on all kinds of new, you know, uh, behaviors or traits or attributes or whatever. I could just pretend to be someone else. Um, And I used that to my advantage a couple of times when I moved to college, when I moved out west, when I eventually landed in Seattle. And I would always think through, what are some attributes about myself I want to leave behind, right? Yeah. And so that's how I thought, that's what I tried to do. I didn't try to completely become somebody, you know, absolutely new but the things that i didn't like about myself i dropped and and i would try Mm -hmm. and focus on the things i did like about myself Mm -hmm. my best attributes i noticed um high school was a time where it still was a part of me that people saw but they didn't see all of me Mm. and so because of i guess just high school in general you know you clicks and how people view you and do Mm -hmm. you care about what other people think and all that you know i was perceived as someone very introverted and um i just kind of stuck to myself and you know you just kind of go and i would you know be friendly and talk with people but um i have i have a a time when i'm introverted usually it's when i'm less confident about where i'm at but by nature, I'm extroverted. And so after high school, people are like, wow, this is just like a totally different person than I thought you were mm. kind of a thing. Mm. And it it's funny because when we hide behind or, or, or put on a mask mm-hmm. in adulthood, sometimes it is based upon the emotion that we will feel when somebody reacts to the mask that we're wearing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Most recently, I can remember a mask that I put on. Uh, I was doing our hands and feet serve day, mm. and sometimes I just, I just, I just put on this like, you know, I grew up on on Delmarva, and I have the Mark who is just loves to talk to people and do all sorts of things. And sometimes I'll turn on the small talk Mark, where it's like, weather's good today, right? I mean. 
it's hot, man. This is no fun. And uh, I did that to to the guy who was working at Cape. That's where my location was. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, man, this breeze is great, but it is hot. And he's like, it's not that bad. <laughs> he wasn't and, biting. And it was, yeah, <laughs> so it was just like, great. Now this guy thinks that I am just Mr. Pessimist. Right, right. And <laughs> like... The weather's fine. It's a beautiful day, but I was yeah. trying to make small talk and open trying... the door for yeah. And and here I go. I ruin my opportunity to make a good <laughs> right. impression, right? Because you had small talk, Mark mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I should have just been authentic me and just, yeah. you know, it's difficult sometimes, right? To um, I mean, and it can be difficult not to put on masks around family, even. Um, with our friends, different groups of friends. Mm-hmm. Well, well, even as uh, like, if you become a, if if you started out, you, you weren't a Christian, and then mm. you become a Christian, mm-hmm. and now it's like, well, how do I act? Mm-hmm. Uh, each of these people know me from a different stage of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, do I just come out and and just be like? okay, I'm perfect now, I don't sin anymore, or mm-hmm. right. do you acknowledge who you used to be? Do you, or do you hide that Christianity? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, with this group of people, they're used to me being this way, so I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna save my church face for church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or when you're in church, do you completely hide who you used to be? You know, if you say, mm-hmm. well, I was saved, and, and now I found this home church, and I don't need to let them know anything about my the past, past. Mm-hmm. what brought me here, mm-hmm. um, you know, which can cloud and cover up your testimony, really. Yeah. So. I mean, our we say it all the time on the bridge that, that your story could be the tipping point right. for somebody else. Right. And and it doesn't mean I was, I was addicted to every drug there ever was mm-hmm. and God brought me out of it. Mm-hmm. It could be my parents have always been together and I one day was eating a bowl of SpaghettiOs and that was the day I found Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And someone's going to hear that story while they're eating SpaghettiOs and they're going to, gonna, <laughs> like God can use any story. Mm-hmm. Obviously that one's ridiculous. It's pretty crazy. Mark. I get what you're yeah. saying though. I get what <laughs> you're saying. Meatballs or not meatballs. Yeah. I don't know. No. But yeah, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, um, those stories when told authentically, mm-hmm. right. When, when we are honest enough with who we really are, mm-hmm. Um, that's the point where people can then approach us and we can have genuine relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we have a mask on, when we're floating through life, um, I think it's Casting Crowns has that song about the, you know, smiling plastic people, yeah. right? Yeah. And when we float through life and we have, um, we misrepresent who we are, where we came from, or the faith that we profess, it can do a lot more damage mm-hmm. than if we were um, not just raw, or mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry, not just authentic, but but more raw, like yeah, transparent, transparent mm-hmm. and open. Yep. So there was a, a verse that struck me that I've always liked when a pastor brought it up before, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and he was talking about speaking truth and yeah. and having um, you know conversations that you don't misrepresent what you're talking about. And that verse was, "Let your yeses be yeses and yes. your noes be noes." Yes. And you, you had also pointed out that fact that that's a good verse to lean on when you're trying to be authentic. Yeah, I agree. And and the um, there's also one that talks about bearing a false witness. And um, I've thought, you know, times in my life, you know, I, I sometimes struggle with what people, how they're going to react to me and what our relationship will be like if I open up. Hmm. And so there's a fear piece to it. And then there's also a 
I don't know, like a holding back. Like, so for example, um, if I show too much emotion or show that I don't have it together, there are people that don't do great with someone showing a lot of emotion and whatever. So they'll back away. And if there's a time when I really don't want anybody to back away, then I'll just not share what's really going on kind of a thing. And there's a danger in that. And, you know, like I say, I struggle with that because if you don't take the risk of ever opening up where someone can see the real you, then you won't have meaningful relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think about that a lot on social media because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have a Facebook account, an Instagram account, Twitter, you know, different Snapchat. And it's funny to hear how people talk on those social media sites. Everybody has a great picture of themselves. You Mm -hmm. know, selfies, it's funny because it allows you the control of taking the picture at the angle and the lighting and the whatever that you want to portray. And that doesn't mean that everybody should just wake up in the morning, don't (laughs) fix their hair and everything and just blah and then put that out there. Please, Mark, (laughs) don't just wake up. (laughs) (laughs) But, but there is, there's a piece to that where we're always portraying only the good, right? Only the best. And it's not helpful to others in the long run as far as relationships are concerned. Not saying we need, I, I definitely don't believe in airing mm-hmm. all your, letting, letting social media be a journal entry for everything that's going through your mind. Mm-hmm. But I think people can tell if you're authentic or not sometimes by your, by your social media accounts. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Well, and, and what's really funny is like, my my Instagram feed will appear as if my life is together. Mm-hmm. And that's because I post one picture about every three weeks. And so you think that's one moment mm-hmm. of three whole weeks. A lot of life in between. I decided that the last three weeks were not worth your time, except for this one moment. Interesting. And mm-hmm. I'm not intentionally putting on a mask by doing that, yeah. except we leave out that's that's how the social media stuff works and it makes me think maybe we just weren't intended Mm -hmm. to have community that way Mm -hmm. like we we really should be spending time with people Mm -hmm. and 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 you know you'll see see when i'm having a bad day moments right like Mm -hmm. i'm okay if you see me having a bad day i'm not going to post today was terrible all of this went wrong Mm -hmm. well a mask can be a guard as well as a Uh, um a projection mm-hmm. of what we want to be. Mm-hmm. We can use it to project who we want to be, right, through social media or through the way that we behave in interactions. We can project, this is my character, this is who I am, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not completely authentic. But a mask can also be a guard, mm-hmm. and we can wear it like a guard against vulnerability that mm-hmm. you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're not vulnerable, um, and it doesn't mean that you have to be completely vulnerable with every relationship in every moment. There's certain mm-hmm. times to be vulnerable with people that you trust. Yes. Let me underscore that. Yes. But um, a lot of times we can wear a mask as a guard against vulnerability that never allows people to get through to our vulnerability, never allows us to open up and share what's really on our hearts or what we're struggling with. Yeah. My favorite mask that I will take off right this second is... I love giving, when people ask me how I'm doing, 
I love telling them what's I love telling them something that's wrong with me or wrong with my week that's not the real mm. mm-hmm. like like let's say I had a fight with my spouse. Mm-hmm. If you ask me how I'm doing, I'll say flat tire. Man, yeah, yeah, I almost ran out of gas today, and it was stressful. It was the worst. And so it seems like yeah. I'm being authentic, but mm-hmm. I'm actually still hiding it. Mm-hmm. And if you know why <laughs> yeah. we do that is because if you're like, oh, I'm fine. If you're too quick to say everything's okay, someone's going to press farther. If you want them to press farther, then you would have answered very transparently mm-hmm. in the beginning. So it is a guard in that way because, you know, like if I tell my mom, oh, I'm fine. Why are you asking? Really? Are you oh, that right. fine? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm coming over now, You're you know, defensive. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let me in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think like we don't have to take the mask off for the whole public mm-hmm. you know if you're hurting mm-hmm. you need to you need to have some defenses up mm-hmm. but we we definitely need to have people in our lives that that we can be authentic with yeah because mm-hmm. the whole world doesn't need to know your business right. right um and that's if you're hurting hurting but if people should know who you are um mm-hmm. but but we definitely need to have that close community yeah uh, that we're around on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis that sure. we can have no mask and maybe work towards being maskless mm-hmm. around more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your church home, your church family is a good place to begin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, circle yourselves with a small study group or a small Bible group, small prayer group, and then and then you know continue to be vulnerable with your whole church family uh, because hopefully in church that's where you're learning to live on an authentic life and an authentic faith, right? And if and and I just want to stop something right real say something real quick that if you can't be authentic because you don't feel like you're perfect enough, well well scripture says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. The, every single person in your church deserves death just like you do according to the scriptures, right. but Jesus paid for that. Mm-hmm. And so wherever you're at with being having a messed up life, mm-hmm. right? Like it's okay. It's okay. Yep. And if they judge you for, for certain things, like, you know, we're, we're supposed to iron sharpens iron. Sometimes mm-hmm. those relationships are painful, but like you can be authentic because they have things that they also need to be authentic about. Yeah, that's true. I think you will find um, that every church is filled with humans that are imperfect. Mm-hmm. And we're all at different places in our journey, all at different places of spiritual maturity. Some have figured out the importance of taking the risk of being transparent. Sometimes you can be around toxic people, even in a church setting. Yeah. But I do feel like pressing forward and trying to find those meaningful relationships um, not only helps you, but it helps them. And there's going to be times that God calls you out of your comfort zone to be transparent about something that's maybe a little difficult to talk about, but someone might need to hear. Um, It's so important um, to take those moments. Uh, We see it all the time here at the bridge where someone shares a story, and then we are blessed to be able to see sometimes where God uses that story to draw people, connect, and strengthen people to Him. And to each other sometimes. You know, I've been in some situations where I went to church and I was involved in church, but I didn't feel like I could share per se. But then there were these sweet relationships, even if just for a season, 
that was really, really something that I treasured. And, you know, it's still, you know, like Mark was saying, we have um, defenses. The defenses are there for a reason. It's kind of like back to that moderation thing. Like, doesn't mean you stop protecting moments of yourself, but it does mean that see what God's calling you to as far as having times of transparency. Well, I guess the only question to ask now is what mask are you wearing? And is it time to be more vulnerable with the people that you trust and that love you in your life? And and I would just challenge you to take a look at that, see where you can be more authentic. And in that, hopefully you can continue to grow and draw other people out so that they can be more authentic in their relationships with you. Be sure to download the Bridge mobile app and get the latest podcast episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend. And please provide feedback or suggest show topics when you email us at podcast at 887thebridge.com. You can get complete show notes on our website, 887thebridge.com. 